Thank you, Craig. Oh, my goodness. I never thought having an electronic butler would be so difficult. Tony Stark makes it look so easy. Yeah. Jarvis, he's a pain. <laughs> Maybe that's a, that's an episode for another time. We should do bottom shelf super team butler. Yes. Uh, jar- or bottom shelf butlers. Bottom shelf butlers. I love it. I Jarvis mean... versus Mr. Belvedere. <laughs> I don't even want like a a butler versus butler. I just want an episode where we just talk about all the butlers and how we need to take off our eyes from Bruce Wayne and uh, put yeah. our eyes directly on Alfred Pennyworth. But that's another episode for another time. Yep, today is our holiday episode, and we're Bottom Shelf Dreams. I'm Mike. I'm also Mike. I'm just kidding, I'm Adam. In your dreams. <laughs> <laughs> how do you know? Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, so we're we're here to talk about you know it's it's Thank Vember. Amen. Thank Vember is all about the holidays, not the mainstream holidays. No, we're talking about the bottom shelf holiday, the one that is underrated but deserves all of our love. Good old Black Friday. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, Thanksgiving. 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 Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, yeah, like Thanksgiving Thanksgiving always gets the shaft, you know? Like everyone really loves Halloween. And then it feels like people go from Halloween right to Christmas. And then people go right from Christmas to New Year's and then, you know, to Easter, then Fourth of July, and you know, Thanksgiving mm-hmm. doesn't get its time in the sun. Absolutely. Never never mind that it's two days off. I mean, did Halloween give you two days off? No. Nope. Just a stomach ache. Yeah. Did Arbor Day chip in for a day off of school? Absolutely not. No. Nope. What about Queen Victoria Day? Uh, is that a day? <laughs> I, that, is a, that is a Canadian day. And... I don't see anybody doing Queen Victoria Day. Yeah. So the important thing is that we have Thanksgiving to look forward to. Exactly. And, uh, you know, if you caught last week's episode, you'll know that we, we started off pretty, pretty fierce. You know, mm-hmm. we, you know we, we definitely bunny trailed. Um, but that's a good thing, you know. Like we're 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 really we're putting our, our heart on our sleeve for this one. Yeah, you know everything else we've ever talked about, our heart was maybe, you know, it was maybe on our shoulder, but definitely not our sleeve. Right. Exactly. This, I mean, this one has full heart, full sleeve, <laughs> and we're wearing denim. Yeah. Cut off. <laughs> yes. So anyways, Thanksgiving. Um how many how many Thanksgiving songs do you ever hear on the radio, Adam? I don't think I've ever heard a Thanksgiving song. Uh what would a Thanksgiving song sound like? Happy, warm, inviting. I just want to sing the song Oh Gravy Boat. <laughs> oh gravy boat, oh gravy, oh, gravy boat. boat. How shiny does your porcelain sparkle? <laughs> See, that gets me in the spirit. I would Amen. rather decorate a gravy boat than a Christmas tree. Right, I mean, what's a Christmas tree good for? A fire hazard? A tribute to a, a Greek god that no one likes? <laughs> yeah, and I mean, if and if you're... You know, if Charlie Brown has taught me anything, it's that Christmas trees always come with disappointment. Yes. Yes. What, what was it, Linus, that does that uh, spotlight true meaning of Christmas? Yeah, mm-hmm. like a nerd. Yeah, well, well we, need a, we need a Thanksgiving Linus. <laughs> uh, so, you know, you have family members. 
who forgot the real meaning of Thanksgiving mm-hmm. and are Light making it all about football. Yeah, or they're like, they got like all the uh, the J.C. Penney's catalogs and they're they're circling their Black Friday deals at the Thanksgiving dinner table. Yep. Sacrilege. Uh, someone someone leaves the dinner for the Target like early Black Friday. Yeah, what's up with that? What yeah. Target's doing Black Friday the entire month? What is this? I don't know. No microwave is worth leaving the dinner table. <laughs> but then Linus comes out, the spotlight. Right. And he said, Lo, <laughs> a, a pilgrim is born to us. <laughs> and he shall serve dinner to many brethren. <laughs> Let us give thanks for our big black hats with shiny buckles. Yep. And our tureens filled with cranberry sauce. And may the mashed potatoes be fluffy to remind you that life is still good and pleasant. And on the fifth day, you'll look to the east. With the setting sun, you'll see our Lord and Savior, Tom the Turkey, will descend. He'll be represented by a a star. But that's no star. That's stuffing. (laughs) Hanging in the sky. (laughs) (laughs) And then three wise men will come with pumpkin pie, pecan pie, and cheesecake. Amen. Brings a tear to my eye every single time. Yes, and thus there was much rejoicing. Verily I say unto you, brethren, tuck in and pass the crescent rolls. Yes. Enjoy thy rolls. Take thy seconds. (laughs) And all all in attendance said, Amen. (laughs) And, And that's how you get kicked out of the Baptist church. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we're not allowed back there anymore. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Um, yeah, I didn't know the turkey had a name. I forgot Tom the Turkey. Actually, I think that's the one Thanksgiving song I know. <laughs> I mm-hmm. think that's a song, right? Tom the Turkey? So, yeah, yeah. You, you know um, that one by heart, right, Mike? Could you sing it? Um, Tom the turkey, Tom the turkey, cleft for me. <laughs> Is that it? <laughs> Perfect. I think that um, was Rock of Ages. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I love it. Uh, this is how you get a letter from your bishop. <laughs> <laughs> like in Seventh Heaven? Yes. Those kind of bishops? Yes. <laughs> um, this is a bit of a rabbit trail, but pretty much all I learned about the Lutheran Church, I learned from Seventh Heaven. <laughs> you know that that's a good place to start. That was uh, that was back when CW made shows you could be proud of. <laughs> right. You know, CW jumped the shark somewhere around the third season of Arrow. <laughs> Come on. Bring How wholesome many... TV back. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, speaking of arrows uh, um... hitting their target. <laughs> What's today's episode about, Mike? Today's episode is a long time duel <laughs> between ham, yes. which is known as the magic meat, Ugh. the mother of all meats, Ugh. and the very humble. The underdog, Turkey. Yeah, Turkey. (laughs) And we're here to tell you, nay, we are here to convince you that Turkey is the best option. And while Absolutely. you, You might say, but Mike, ham is amazing. It is it is the the birth of all my favorite meats. 
do not count out Turkey, because Turkey has a secret weapon. Amen. Humility. <laughs> I wasn't ready for that, Mike. <laughs> Turkey is one of the most humblest meats. <laughs> Go on. Yeah, it's, you know, it doesn't expect to be a king. It does not treat itself as a lord. It won't jump out of your lunchbox and say, look at me, worship me. Um, it just sits there saying, how may I serve your lunch needs? Um, it's, it's quiet. It's unassuming. It doesn't want to, to be showy. Um, it fits next to Oreos. It fits next to chips and an apple. It won't overcome it. If, if a child brings bacon, a loaf of bacon as his lunch, the, the, bacon. Bacon, the, the bacon takes all the glory. The chips, the apple, the Oreos, they all pale in comparison. But the humility of Turkey says that all are included. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you, you think about Turkey, and it just plays nice with others. Like, a classic turkey sandwich, you know, some turkey, some Swiss cheese maybe, maybe some provolone, <laughs> you know, some Miracle Whip or, you know, mayo, depending on your which team you are, you know, on, a, on some sandwich bread cut into triangles, because triangles make everything taste better. Yes. Like, it, like not only is that a, a delicious lunch, but it's way more nutritious for you than a ham sandwich. And once again, you might be saying, Mike, are you betraying the glory of bacon in its healing and magical properties? And I'm saying, no, there, there's a time and a place for bacon. Mm. But friend, have you considered turkey? Turkey is a friend when you're alone and lonely. <laughs> <laughs> turkey turkey oh is God. okay to call at 2 a.m. When your boyfriend breaks up with you. <laughs> Turkey does not want to be line leader. It's okay being last. Right. It wants to be the door holder. Yeah, it wants to hold the door to let everyone in. Exactly. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it doesn't want to, you know, be the MC. Instead, it wants to lay down the power cables and the speaker cables. Right. And if if Ham was a playlist, it would be all Metallica and Lady Gaga and Beastie Boys. Maybe some Black Eyed Peas. Maybe, yes. But if Turkey's a playlist, it's John Mayer. It's, it's, um, oh gosh, I'm blanking out your name. Train. Yeah, it's Train. It's, uh, Maybe a little fun. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's all those simple bands you can just relax to. Yeah, maybe a little Coldplay. Oh my gosh, Coldplay and Cold Turkey are the same <laughs> thing, hand in hand. Yeah. And you know, I might I might be shooting my shot a little early. Mm -hmm. But have we talked about the medicinal properties of Turkey? You know, I mean, I don't think we could talk up turkey enough, Mike. Go for it. So, when you're worried about Dad's heart condition, <laughs> do you give him a slab of ham? <laughs> or do you convince him that turkey's good? No, you, you always go for the, the dark meat. Right. Mm hmm And when you're trying to get your vegetarian friend... To give meat a try, um, you give them a turkey burger to right, try right. out first. You know, some turkey bacon. Yeah. Baby steps. Mm-hmm. If you gave them ham in any of those scenarios, it's game over. Yeah, the, the, the salty, porcine disgustingness, it's just too much. So... Turkey has always been known for putting people to sleep. 
It, it has yeah. a chemical called tryptophan, which right. some would say that's boring and lame. Turkey's just is not a, a good person to hang out with. They'll just make you sleep. Turkey cares about your seven hours of sleep. <laughs> they care Ham about wants, your sleeping patterns. Yeah. Ham wants to keep you up. Ham invites you to a rave at 2 a.m. when you have an interview at 6. Right. And, you know, it's not even, it's, you know, the the charisma that gets you to stay up. It's the high blood pressure. Right, right. No one in history, you can mark my words, you can take this to the bank. No one has said, I just ate a loaf of bacon and I just had the greatest sleep ever. <laughs> Why do you keep calling it a loaf of bacon? <laughs> yeah, that's my favorite. Uh, <laughs> descriptor <laughs> that's my favorite descriptor i don't think there's any anything else that's just too too weak for bacon right <laughs> right okay i'm on board mm-hmm. um but i mean just in the in the interest of discussion um is ham the same thing as bacon because i think there are some butchers that might disagree well you know, people always bring up bacon when they talk about ham. And that leads to another problem, is that I don't think anyone really loves ham. I mean, right. people talk about the Christmas tradition of ham, and you know, but no one really says, I'm looking forward to ham. You're looking forward to bacon, which is not ham. Right, it's not the same thing. Yeah. So... Because yeah, it's a completely different cut of meat. Mm-hmm. And when you're talking about Thanksgiving, if I did, if I put out everything but turkey, you would say, this is sacrilege, this is heresy, burn right. this man at the stake. <laughs> but if Christmas or Easter, I said, hey, instead of ham, we're going to do lamb or, you know, Christmas goose. Or steak. Yeah, you're like, that's, that's fine. Yeah, go right ahead. Right. And can we just talk about how funny it is? That for, you know, Christmas and for Easter, you know, the celebration of a Jewish man, we eat ham. How does that make sense? You know what? So, yeah, let's let's talk about that ham can't even be on the lips of <laughs> almost a whole continent. Yeah, it, I mean, ham is the ultimate excluder. Yes. And... Can we talk about how someone looked at one of the smartest animals we have? Um, pigs are great problem solvers. They're, they have a very good emotional intelligence. And we decided we needed to cut that animal open and serve it. Way to go, America. Yeah, who looked, who looked at Babe... Who looked at Charlotte's Web? I don't know the pig's name in Charlotte's Web. Uh, and they were like, hey, let's change over this darling, cherished children's character, and let's make him lunch. Mm-hmm. Now, meanwhile, turkeys are begging to be slaughtered. <laughs> They're they, rampant. Yeah, they look up when it rains, and they drown. <laughs> Like, I can I tell us? Can I tell a story about uh, the one time we hit a, a turkey with our car? <laughs> so one time uh, we were driving, we were going, you know, maybe a solid thirty miles an hour, and the turkey decided to try to jump over our van, and it it hit the top of our Grand Caravan, cartwheeled off, landed, and then kept running into traffic. Yes, and you the, want to tell me that that animal is a good pet? No. no. All it's good for is eating. Mm -hmm. And you might be thinking, our vegetarian listeners, which there has <laughs> to be at least three. Right. You might be thinking, uh, you know, Mike and Adam, I, I tracked you up until today's meat discussion. Right, right. But we're not 
we're not away we're not going away from the Bible here. There's a theology. Oh, Mike, hit him with it. I know. There's you know, meat was made as a, as a as a tool of service to humanity. Um our our way of uh, managing the animals. And you know, we we consider it we consider it a a right. That's all I have to say about it, really. <laughs> Why? I, I, I can get into the sacrificial lamb and how they they hold the sins of humanity, and um, you know they're they're great to set on fire for Jewish festivals. But right. I'll save that. We'll save that for later. Um, yeah. I, I'd like to I like to circle back towards um just the discussion about maybe just the aesthetic of uh, a turkey versus the aesthetic of maybe like a ham. Do you, do you feel comfortable going in that direction, Mike? As long as you, ma- you paint visual pictures. Uh, absolutely. Speaking of visual pictures, when I say Thanksgiving, what painting do you think of? What painting? Yeah. Are we talking about my uh, elementary school? With the pilgrims holding a platter of turkey? Well, yeah, maybe that's the first one you think of. But, you know, the second one I think of is, you know, that Norman Rockwell one. Oh, yes, yes. What's that dad holding? Uh, he's holding a turkey. Oh, a turkey? Not a, not a ham? Not a ham, because... Uh, is, is, is it a boiled goose? No. Uh, a pheasant, perhaps? That sounds tasty, but no. Salmon? <laughs> no one, no one before 1980 ever cooked salmon. <laughs> a Boca burger? It, no. You're right, Mike. It's a gosh darn all-American turkey. And... Go ahead. Is that as far as you're going to go? Because I'm going to lead right into history. No, I mean, I feel like that's a that's a good jumping off point. But I was just going to say, just a, as a, a quick comparison to, to Christmas, you know, when you think about Christmas and you think about, you know, the illustrations of Christmas, ham doesn't even crack the top ten. Right. I mean, not only does ham lose its I- iconicness, but it's just it's just kind of a it's really a coin toss if you're going to use ham. Um like ham is a is a meat of convenience during the the season. <laughs> and don't get me started on the fact that all people really have to do is uh buy a tin can of ham. Ugh. Open it and just put it on a plate. Gross. I mean, you might have to cook it. I haven't looked into that yet, but <laughs> According to cartoons, they just open up the tin, and there's a full ham. Right, and you know us. We get 90% of our factual illustrations from cartoons. Tom and Jerry. Exclusively. Yep. But yeah, let's get into the history, Mike. So, Benjamin Franklin Ooh. tried to make our official bird the turkey. Mr. $100 Bill himself. And the turkey is the perfect representation of America. Where it's an animal of provision. <laughs> an animal that wants to give to others. And we also, and turkeys pretty much outnumber um, a lot of populations. Just like Americans do. So I think maybe we should we should talk about uh, getting rid of the eagle and going for the turkey and going right for the turkey. Yeah, I know. I I I always heard that um, that you know Benjamin Franklin, you know, wanted to replace the eagle with uh, the the turkey and kind of seeing the uh, the the. The bald eagle as kind of like this hoity-toity, 
like not representative of America. But yeah. um, is that is that true? Is that like a real thing? You know, there are certain things that I hear, mm-hmm. and I don't check to see if they're urban legends. <laughs> if that's one of them, let's be honest. No one knows how to correct us over this podcast. <laughs> so yeah, I'm okay. Exactly. Yeah, and I mean, who? Yeah, who's gonna argue with us, anyways? Everyone's heard this. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I I'm all on board for this. I mean, have you have you ever seen a bald eagle, Mike? Not on my plate. <laughs> Quick sidebar. You think an eagle would taste delicious? No, I think it would taste like like mussels. <laughs> like, you know how like <laughs> zombies probably wouldn't eat uh, a muscular like a a professional weightlifter. Yeah, you know zombies famous for their you know discerning tongue. Yeah, you know, or if they do, they they're probably not as enjoying it as much as a fat man. Right. You know they they don't like they don't like all the gristle that comes with, yeah. you know. Yeah, like this meat is way too hard. Right, right. You know, I given the choice, the way, it's the same way with eagles. It's like, right. Like given given the choice between you know eating John Candy or uh, I don't know Arnold Schwarzenegger, they're gonna go John Candy every time. Every time. Yes. And not just because his name is Candy. Yes. You know, there's not many people who can go from a talk about Thanksgiving to zombies eating John Candy. <laughs> You're getting and that I'm, right here, folks. I'm glad we're the first. <laughs> but that's so accurate, right? Like like bald eagles, like they're they're designed and built for one thing. And you know, that's destroying prey with prejudice. Yes. Yes. Turkeys are built for one thing. And that is to serve friends and enemies. They don't judge. And to drown looking up. Mm-hmm. Yep. And to like get stuck on barbed wire fences. Right, right. You know, in fact, every kind of turkey slash Thanksgiving related movie I can think about, it's just about turkeys dying. Yeah, yeah, I'm I, all I can think of is um, Mel Gibson's Chicken Run, <laughs> which is chicken. It's not turkeys, but there's turkeys in the movie, and I think they're afraid to die too. But I, I, I track you. Um. Yeah. So like, yeah, yeah. So like, all all turkeys. Well, I was thinking of that movie that came out pretty recently called Freebirds. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Um, yeah, isn't that about a group of plucky chicken or chickens, turkeys that like try to break out of like a, a turkey concentration camp? <laughs> <laughs> and then they like time travel or something? You know, uh <laughs> I can't say that I've seen this movie, but also I believe you a hundred percent. I think I think Woody Harrelson's in it. Don't quote yeah. me. And I also think that's a Doctor Who episode. <laughs> maybe maybe I hallucinated that entire thing. Right. Uh yeah. But but anyways, yeah, turkeys turkeys even in pop culture, they're just designed to die. They're designed to die and deep down they know it. Right. And you know, except for, you know, the movie that I just did a great job of selling. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's that's what they're for. They they know their their place in life. Their their lot in life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's so many of them. Like I I know this is true about chickens. That chickens uh they are there's twice as many chickens as there are humans on the earth. Oh geez. Yeah. And so I don't know if that's true for turkeys, but really, who's going to correct me on this podcast? <laughs> but, you know, those guys had it coming for them. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> what what were we originally talking about? Um, well, oh god, I'm ready to jump into the fact that someone's going to come up to us and say turkey is boring. Mm. It's uh, it's white meat and dark meat. Right, it's it's just, you know it tastes bland and really people just like gravy, um, and you know people like turkey, but only if you add like a pound of butter and you know Worcestershire sauce. You you nailed that. Yeah, and you know I'm not going to argue with that because I I have to I have to flavor my my turkey. Um, to to make it go down easy, but at the same time, isn't that isn't that the metaphor of how we discover ourselves? We're just we're just plain bland meat, and then you know we find ourselves through the gravies and the butters and the mashed potatoes of life. <laughs> right? No, e- exactly. Um. And you you think about it, you know, turkey, while, you know, being visually the most spectacular thing that gets brought out on Thanksgiving, but it, you know, it, it shares its, it shares itself so well with the rest of the meal. Right. Think about it. Um, all of Thanksgiving, like all the food, it's so rich, right? Like, Uh you know, you got your, your green bean casserole. You know, you got your your mashed potatoes. You got your stuffing. You know, there's there's a lot of strong, really starchy flavors at play, right? Uh-huh. And if your meat was also, you know, really starchy and you know really rich, it would just kind of blend in with, you know, the the noise. Right. You know, turkey. Turkey knows the role that it plays, and it's definitely um, it, it cuts through the uh, it cuts through the static. Yeah, and nice, turkey turkey nice is the responsible. Turkey is the responsible chaperone at the wild teenager party. Right, exactly. Everyone knows who to turn to. Right, they're usually the tallest. They usually you know look the oldest, like turkey, you know. But they're they're also not above having a good time. Right, right. You know, it might make a crack like, oh, those kids. You know, those wild, crazy kids. Oh, wouldn't it be great to be young again? You know, oh, and... oh my back hurts. <laughs> yeah. I've thrown out my back. You know, meanwhile, cranberries are dabbing. And <laughs> mashed potatoes are making their own slime. and <laughs> Green yeah. bean casserole is playing among us. Yes. You know that you have turkey to kind of rein them all in. Right, someone's got to be the mature mom of the group. Yeah. Now, if Ham was a chaperone, it would be like one of those dads that's trying to do those old '80s moves that were big when they were in school. Um, saying, "Hey, I'm still cool. I'm still it. Look at me, kids." Meanwhile, the daughter's kind of shielding her eyes, saying, "I don't know him." <laughs> right, right. Like, like Ham, Ham constantly wants to hog the spotlight. Literally, literally. I mean, you know, and it's the the taste of a ham is so overpowering. Right. Like it just dominates everything it touches. Like, mm-hmm. like don't get me wrong. I I, I love a a nice solid baked beans. But, you know, have you ever gone to a, a backyard barbecue and somebody slick tried to toss in a, a, a loaf of bacon into it? And then all the beans it just taste like bacon? Right. Like, who, who wants that? Right, yeah. Um, bacon and, and ham is kind of like that kid in, uh, in uh, gym class who never passes the ball. You know? Mind you, he knows how to score a point. But it could be nice to be throwing the ball once in a while. Yeah, exactly. You know, Ham, Ham is that kid in your math class that reminds the teacher 
that you guys had homework last night. Yes. Ham is the kid at the sleepover who goes <laughs> to bed at 8. Right, because he's got a soccer game in the morning. Yes. <laughs> um, Ham is that kid in youth group who doesn't allow you guys to watch PG-13 movies like Captain America. Right. Ham is the first kid who's seen Borat and does the impersonations constantly. <laughs> That's so true. You know, <laughs> Ham is that kid that um, w- loves to go to the arcade, but he only plays DDR. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Ham is the kid who buys a new console just to play the new Madden. (laughs) Ham is that kid that when you play Super Smash Brothers, always picks Meta Knight and spams the sword attack. Ham is like a perfectly good... Well, Turkey is like a perfectly good WCW Lucha Libre match. (laughs) <laughs> While Ham is like um, a main event where Hulk Hogan comes in after one minute and DQs everybody. <laughs> Ain't that the truth, man? <laughs> Ham is like Star Wars, while Turkey is like Dark Hole. Yes, yes. Black Hole. Ham is like Avengers Ultron. <laughs> Well, Turkey is League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. (laughs) Nailed it, Mike. We nailed it. (laughs) So what we're trying to say here is, you know, Ham Ham always wants to be the center of attention, you know, but, but doesn't really know what to do with it. Right. Like, when you think about Turkey, you, you can immediately think of at least five or six of your favorite sides that pair well with it, right? Right, right. Like, even if you don't like cranberry sauce, you think of cranberry sauce, you know, you think of your sweet potatoes, you think of gouache, maybe, you know, definitely stuffing, mashed potatoes, creamy casserole. But when you think of ham, what sides do you think of? Pepto-Bismol. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Right, because just like all those kids we just described... They just push all those sides away. Mm-hmm. And, you know, turkey has subtle tones. And it's, it's all about complementing the flavor. When ham tries to complement things, people just add pineapple to it. <laughs> and, I mean, come on. Fruit and meat together? We, we know that's wrong. Except cranberry sauce. Yeah, well, I mean... <laughs> It's more of a spread. It's it's like a jam. It's it's more of a jam, yeah. And no whole fruits. Yeah, you don't see me putting mangoes and turkey together. <laughs> right. Who, who who thought of that idea of putting pineapple on ham? And why uh, is that Hawaiian? It's Hawaiian, and I'm sure the story is somehow attached to the Obamas. Why? <laughs> he's a native of uh, Hawaii, so he's got influence. <laughs> he had to have created it. <laughs> oh, man. I can't prove it, but you can't prove me wrong, audience. Because <laughs> you don't know my email. <laughs> <laughs> Hamhater9000 at yes. hotmail.com. At bacon.turkey. At bacon.turkey. Um, but, you yeah, know, I, I like to just, like, marinate in that, um, you know, in that conversation for a little bit. Like, you know, turkey, you know, turkey is like that anchor, right? That, that, that kind of pulls that entire meal, you know, together, right? Like, right. Like, turkey, you know, is, is the sun to the universe that is Thanksgiving dinner, right? Right. Like, everything revolves around that turkey. You know, it's, you know, if, you know, if, 
if turkey was missing from Thanksgiving dinner, like you said earlier, you'd be upset. But, you know, if if sweet potatoes were gone or, you know, green bean casserole, you know it's going to be okay. Yeah. There's turkey there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but, but with ham, like, like, for real, like, what would you serve with ham at, like, a ham dinner? Uh, you would serve, I don't know, potatoes? Like, whole, like, a baked potato? Maybe? I don't know. Right, like, I've definitely been to a dinner where ham was served, but I can't place my finger on anything else that was served. Right. Like, green, like, whole green beans? I don't know. I don't know, a sprig of lettuce? (laughs) No one knows. I think you're thinking of a chopped salad. I don't know. Who knows? But... No, go ahead. I mean, it's 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 going back to the the subway theory. Mm. Um, you know, turkey is like the godfather of sandwich meats. Oh, for sure. And when you go to Subway, you have turkey as an option, and some people do get ham. But there's something about getting ham at Subway where you feel like you didn't treat yourself. You know, you 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 the sandwich feels wrong um while while turkey just feels like it's iconic like like going to mcdonald's and getting a big mac right what what i'm trying to say is that the turkey is this is the big mac of subway (laughs) (laughs) so that's no exaggeration mike yes um no but you know to, to to develop that idea a little further um you know turkey is always the safe right bet. Like, you know what you're going to get when you order sliced turkey from a deli or from, like, a sub place, right? Like, you're, mm-hmm. you're never going to be like, oh, this is turkey? <laughs> right? It's just like, right. if, you're a, if you're a picky eater and, you you know, you only eat chicken nuggets or, like, if you only eat chicken strips, it's the safe choice, right? Right. Like, no matter the restaurant you're going to, you know the chicken nuggets are going to be good. Right. And, you know, just like every sub place that you're going to go to, you know the turkey's going to do good. Because okay. turkey is the measure by which you determine if a sub shop is worth its weight in gold. You know, before, before you can even go experimenting with the corned beef or, mm-hmm. you know, before you experience roast beef or, you know, any of those, like, fancier meats... You gotta know if they can do the basics, the king, right first. Right, Because if they can nail that, they can nail anything. Right. And let's not forget that turkey is the one option on the Arby's menu not trying to kill you. (laughs) Yeah, those those curly fries are real sus. Yes. Like, every other meat is trying to fill your arteries, but the turkey is just trying to, like... I don't know, give you a light snack. Right, you know, it's it's there to give you that nice back massage. <laughs> yes. And, uh, you know, if, if if you try to go and order, you know, a, a ham somewhere, a ham a ham sandwich, you never know where you're going to get. You could get a million. There's there's literally a million different ways to make ham. You know, there's there's black forest ham. There's, you know, Italian hams like prosciutto there's uh hams with you know pineapple glaze on it there's Uh dry roasted ham you know there's there's just so many options and you just you you don't know what kind of ham you're gonna get or if it's even any good if it's gonna come right out of a tin yeah you know ham can either be surprisingly good like when your friend goes all the way to Virginia. Emphasis on surprising. Yes. But then it's like, wow, Ham, you, you dodged a bullet you don't normally dodge. Right. Um, or it can just be like weird and slimy and, um, you know, there's this thing at Aldi's called turkey ham. Or no, it's oh. called chicken ham. And I'm what? not sure which animal it is. Is it like chicken shaped like ham or is it ham shaped like a chicken? 
Um, but, yeah, I don't feel safe. Who would? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's too dangerous out there. And you know, there's, there's no, like, fake replacement for turkey. Like, turkey is turkey. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah, some like, people might... Well, there, this is another strong point for turkey. When uh, vegetarians don't want to leave the meat, do they get do they get toe fam? No, they get toe furky. Exactly, turkey is the bridge that unites us all. Yeah, and I know there might be uh, the vegetarian not dogs, but that's weird. <laughs> yeah, we're 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 not talking about that. Yeah, right. Like, like if somebody comes up to you and gives you a slice of turkey. You're not in the back of your mind being like, is this real turkey or is this, you know, chicken ham? Right. (laughs) Right? Like, when someone gives you turkey, you can be confident and knowing that what you're going to consume right there is real turkey. None of this, you know, beyond me BS. Yeah. It's the real deal. Right. And, you know, here's the silver bullet that is going to go into to Ham's coffin. Right but into Ham, Babe's right into Babe's skull. But we won't eat him. Well, no. Uh, and that is... Um, Ham has, like, a, a black sheep cousin Ooh. that no one wants to bring up. He was kind of, he was kind of a big deal in the 80s. Pickled feet? <laughs> well, well, no, that, they don't even talk to... That's a European cousin. Oh, okay. We're we're talking about baloney. <laughs> My baloney has a first name. Yep. It's it's Y U C K Y. It's our you know baloney big in the eighties. It's a funny joke on Stranger Things when uh, Bob makes baloney sandwiches. Um, but uh, aside from that, it's it's past its prime and. It's kind of weird when someone invites you over for bologna. Yeah, I I honestly I honestly cannot remember the last time I've tasted bologna. Actually, I'm not even convinced I've tasted bologna in my lifetime. That's how suspicious of it I am. Yeah. You know, bologna is one of those things you've heard of. You know, like when it, like your friend who got all 150 Pokemon. Right. You can't prove that you've enjoyed it. And you can't prove that you've had a hankering for it. <laughs> exactly. I love the reference <laughs> to the last episode. <laughs> um, um, but, no, absolutely. And, like, what, like, what even is baloney like what is like what is it made of how did it get to be that way uh it's like jim gaffigan says it's it's the it's the weird rural cousin of the family and no one wants to be related to it Uh, baloney used to own a great business in the 80s and then uh the 90s came and the the depression hit it and a recession and now it just kind of lives in an old wooden shack. Exactly. You know, if if Turkey is the kid that always picks Kirby on Super Smash Bros, and Ham is the kid that always picks Mennonite, yeah. Baloney is definitely the kid that picks Mr. Game and Watch. Yes. <laughs> uh, Baloney picks E Honda in Street Fighter. I was going to say Blanca. (laughs) Oh, that's so true. That's so true. You know, (laughs) Baloney Mm -hmm. is the guy that spends all his quarters at the arcade playing Dig Dug. Yes. Baloney definitely voted for Howie Hawkins in this election. (laughs) Howie Hawkins? Yes. The Green Party. Uh, good for good for Baloney for participating in you know his right. his God given American right to vote. Good yeah, for well, him. Baloney, Baloney is so old; it can vote. So <laughs> right, 
Right, as opposed to the other guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, oh man, Baloney! Baloney <laughs> is the guy that likes to hollow out his hot dogs. You know, like he he leaves the skin. Uh, Baloney is still telling your mom jokes. <laughs> Oh man, um, Baloney is that guy that whenever people are around for the holidays, really wants to watch Meet the Fockers. <laughs> oh my gosh, Baloney! Uh, not even yeah. Well, Meet the Fockers is the third one, right? Yeah, I think so. so. That, that works. Like <laughs> not even Meet the Parents. No, Meet the no. Fockers. Um. Yep. Yeah. I was just going to say, Baloney thinks that uh, Kevin James' best movie was Here Comes the Boom. <laughs> well, I was just going to say, um, Baloney's, Baloney doesn't see why Tanya Harding was wrong. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Oh man, I don't, I can't top that. I can't. Man, it's, it's too good. Right, I think it's so specific. There. It's too specific. Yeah, because yeah. that that is so dead on. Right, right. Mm-hmm. If anybody, if anybody listening can come up with a better one than that, let us know in the comments. Yeah, if anyone out there is eating bologna right now, right now, first I apologize because I didn't know you existed. Second, there's like a thousand other ways to make meat. <laughs> there really is. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, you know, it's at the end of the day, like, bologna and ham, you know, they're, they're just, they're just either bland or really gross. Right, right. You know, I mean, I appreciate a good ham, maybe, maybe a good pork chop. A little applesauce. You know, once again, we have the fruit going on the meat. Though I think applesauce is more of a spread. It'll be a debate for another time. Yeah, you know, that's okay. That's okay. Pork chops. But, you know, we're talking about turkey. We're talking about the humble meat that wants to team up. Um, It doesn't want to be the Bill Gates. It doesn't want to be the Steve Jobs. It doesn't want to be the Michael Jordan. Uh, it doesn't want to be the Michael Jackson either. It's it's perfectly okay being a drummer, a bassist, a backup dancer, a lead programmer, but you know not on the first billing page. Right. It's a team player. Exactly. Yeah, and and you know at the end of the day. Turkey is the perfect meat representation of the holiday that it stands for. Right. Right. Like Thanksgiving is not about, you know, having the flashiest light set up. You know, it's it's not about having, you know, the most PlayStation 5s underneath the tree. You know, Thanksgiving okay. Thanksgiving is not about, you know, Big Christmas productions, you know, singing Carol of the Bells, right? Like, mm-hmm. at, at the heart of it, Thanksgiving is about bringing people together to enjoy something delicious. And what meat does that better than turkey? Yes, it is the network meat. <laughs> that, that was so gross. <laughs> The network I'm meat. To think about. <laughs> I kind of don't like the phrasing of that together. Of the word network meat. Right. <laughs> okay. Um, it's it's literally the meetup group. <laughs> it's the Friendster of. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um. Uh, so what what have we learned? Trying to convince our audience to go for turkey and don't bet on black ham. Um, you know, first, you know, first and foremost, 
you know, Turkey, you know, Turkey is the Jimmy Carter of meats. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it just wants to bring everyone together. It just wants to have a good time. And, you know, he, he's just, he's just there for good vibes, man. Yeah. And you're obviously going to say that ham is like the Martin Van Buren of meats. <laughs> right, exactly. Those sideburns. Outrageous. Those sideburns. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, with, with ham, you know, ultimately, at the end of the day, ham is going to give you a migraine because of all the sodium in it. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, turkey... It's just going to lull you off to sleep for a nice nap. Yep. And not raise your blood pressure. And the, the, the truly the final nail is the day after Thanksgiving. Mm. When you take the cold stuffing and mashed potatoes and the leftover turkey, you ball it up between two slices of bread, cover the whole thing in gravy, and have one of the best leftover lunches in, huma- in human history. Right. Like, nobody, you know, nobody is excited for, you know, a day-old serving of ham. No, they're not. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, that's something that we haven't even broached about Thanksgiving dinner, is that, you know, the day after, arguably, it gets better. <laughs> and a large part of that is the stalwart leadership of one Tom the Turkey. Uh, so, this Thanksgiving, when you're going down the Wegmans aisle, and you're right next to the turkey, or you're right next to the ham, make the right decision, folks. It's the difference between choosing to get an autograph from Tom Cruise or a noble winning or Nobel Peace winning prize person. It's hard to say Nobel Peace the, award the Nobel winner. Peace Prize? Yes, that's what I'm trying to say. Yikes. Do you, do you want an actor or do you want a physicist? <laughs> um, uh, for the purposes of this question, I'm going to say physicist. <laughs> Trust me, it's it's better for your future. Well, anyways, I think I think we did our damage. Yeah, we we didn't pull any punches here. If you were ever wondering which side of the the fence we were on in the most ancient duel of turkey versus ham, I think I think you know now. Exactly. And, you know, the reason that we had to do this is Turkey is just so humble that it would never stand up for itself. No. And there's been too many pigs hitting the books out of Turkey's hands. Exactly. And, you know, we we said enough was enough, and we're going to stand up for our friend Turkey. And then we're going to eat him. (laughs) Yeah, but, you know, that's that's what he wants. That's what he's graduating turkey school for. Exactly. He's going to be adopted by a stomach. Here's hoping. Anyways, uh, join us next week as uh, we talk about uh, braised Brussels sprouts (laughs) versus salmon. I can't (laughs) wait, Mike. (laughs) Oh, Uh, Man, I, I've been loving this multi-part series. I know this is definitely a, a departure from from stuff that we've we've traditionally talked about, but you know, sometimes you just need a, a palate cleanser. Yeah. Well no one can really track what direction we're gonna go anyways. I mean exactly. we go from WWE to uh polka music and then back to Pikachu. So this is just par for the course. It's not like anyone was like, I was so looking forward to you doing a Superman next. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. And, you know, that's part of our charm. You're listening to us because of the comedy 
but you're ending up with wisdom. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, anyways, I've been Adam. And I've been Mike. And, and we're asking you to keep your eyes on the bottom shelf. Amen. That's where the deals are. <laughs> Mwah.